I remember where I was the moment that I realized I wasn't gay, Tyler. Oh, I want to hear all about I, this. That's true. And here's where I'm going with this. Now that I now that I hooked you, now that I got you by your face, and I'm pushing my nose against your nose, and I'm breathing directly in your mouth. Oh, Eskimo kiss. Ugh. Do you remember like a movie or like a TV show or something that just hits you the right way, and you're like, I like fill in the gender here uh i think titanic was like that uh what's her name kate uh winslet kate winslet she was gorgeous in that movie i remember i remember feeling something there okay or maybe it was just leo i mean who knows I, dude he's a woo. I mean, especially that was was that peak leo uh Pio? i actually heard, i actually read recently that matthew mcconaughey was supposed to get that role and he only leo got it only because all the women you know wanted to act with him in the ah, building i see yeah. i see i I couldn't see Matthew McConaughey traipsing around the, the Lido deck wearing nothing but a bongo as Jack. Fun little tidbit for you kids out there. Yes. Okay, there you go. The stuff that just people probably don't care about. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. You just showed me. What is the name of the actor who just passed away? Ian Holm. Rest in peace, Ian Holm. He was in many seemingly sci-fi related movies. Uh, he was he was Bilbo Baggins in Lord of the Rings. Okay, he was okay. the android in the original Aliens back in seventy nine. Okay. Uh, he yeah he was a bunch and he was in the Fifth Element he, as you said. He was also in Fifth Element, mm -hmm. and he was the priest. That movie when Lilu is in the glass tube and they're putting her together from a piece of DNA and they make her naked in that tube. Mm -hmm. Little young. Nine-year-old Ryan is like, yep, I like that. See, for me, it was, well, you know what? I mean, this is going to get weird if we just sit here and just describe I'm, wait, our wait, wait. favorite nude scenes in movies. Second. Hold on a second. This has nothing to do with what I said. I literally have this written down right here. Fifth element, that is the moment that I was like, I like that. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. I'm not talking about a porn that I saw earlier today. Oh, okay. I never know with you. It's a very fine razor's edge well, you I watch. Ha Do you want me to flip the over porn? No. to no. Firefox? Nope. Okay. And also, the Aerosmith music video, Crazy, which had his daughter in it and Alicia Silverstone. I've never seen it. They were badasses. They were going around letting people know. They were wearing flannel shirts, Tyler. Mm. And I liked it. I whatever happened to Alicia Weird repressed little Ryan. He was mm. in on it. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone, she Oh man, you want to talk about a weird tidbit off the top of my head. Please. She later on in her life, after clueless fame, became a proponent for feeding your kids by chewing up the food and spitting it into their mouth for them. Really? That is absolutely true. We can review in a, a month from now. Where can I find Alicia Silverstone information? <laughs> On this, because I'm gonna look be, it up. Because how do we know that it's not? How do we know that pre-chewed food? I mean, birds do it. I'm not saying that it is wrong. They seem pretty smart. Um, yeah, bird brain. That's what you call somebody when you want to wise as an old owl, and there. you want to insult somebody. You call them Einstein. It's calling him a human being is the most is the biggest insult to their intelligence. Bird I, brain. I say we make it a positive. I got to tell you, I know that you're wrong. But I can't figure out how to argue against what you just said. So I think that technically makes me right. I think you're right here. Woo! I'm bowing out respectfully. But um, I'm not saying that it's wrong, but it definitely the aesthetics of it. If you're going to plant your flag in something, should it be that? Uh, I mean, I, what if you don't have any flags planted anywhere else? Then there's probably like an empty hill over there like, hey, I poop for my kids. They poop into my butt and then I poop for them. Oh, I thought the hill was you were going to go tell me to die on it. I don't even know. Pick I, a hill to die on. Okay, I got it. I got it. Thank Just you. Just making sure I'm here for you, you, buddy. explaining the show to me in the middle here of the show. for you. you. I mean, I would succeed more if you did that for me. I will never do that. I will never do that. I see you on the show as my opponent. I, I see you as any and you treat me as such any success you have is detrimental to me. Now, what you don't understand about this, I define myself in many different ways, none of them as who I actually am. But one of the big ones that I like to put out there so people think I'm a good guy is pretending to love being a dad, right? You, you've seen Yeah, it. you know what? The, the, your ability to pretend to find joy in it has really evolved over the years. Your acting ability, I mean, Leo who? You, well, you know what it is? I am a Leo, so all roads point to Ryan, okay? But it, much like meditation, after you do it for a while, you sink into the pain. So it looks like I'm enjoying it when I'm in the most dire of circumstances. Hmm. But 
just to kind of push that narrative forward so everybody thinks I'm the best father. This is going to be a Father's Day special, Tyler. Really? It is. We don't ever do any sort of specials. I mean, we got them planned out here and there. So let's go ahead. Let's commence with the Father's Day special of those guys you hate. I mean, we did... We're doing Father's Day now. We did true crime episode. We celebrated episode 14. We do these kind of episodes all the time. It's an office party. Who doesn't want cake and to stand around and drink, you know, not brand name soda that somebody got for 69 cents a two liter? What are you going to do with the two liter? You have to drink the whole fucking thing because if you don't finish off the two liter, then you're stuck with that, that shit water at the bottom. It's like rainwater with soda in it. Are you familiar with that? I am. I'm just, I'm noticing that you and I are not having the same conversation, are we? If you like that kind of shit, then you and I can't be friends. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Oh, yes, daddy. Oh, yes, daddy. Oh, yes, daddy. Oh, yes, daddy. Hello to my patiently waiting audacious Haitians and welcome to the show that is currently house sitting for someone who had to leave the state immediately to attend a gender reveal party for a dog. To my left, a man who doesn't know why he ever had to learn what a rhombus is, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I am doing okay. What's a rhombus? You don't know what a rhombus is? I do not. Is that one of those uh, things where you move the... Yeah, this is perfect for a podcast. Where you move the, the pieces of plastic back and forth to help you count. He That's an abacus, Abacus, there you go. And just to paint a picture for everybody at home, Tyler is waving his arms back and forth like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know the word for any of those things that I was rhombus, trying to describe. You picture a rectangle, okay? Now then you fold the, the you fold the, the sides in at like a 45-degree angle. That's a rhombus. Mm -hmm. Smaller on top, longer... What the fuck's shaped like a rhombus? Why do I have to? I know what a rhombus is. Why? I need that space. On today's show, we know what you did, Led Zeppelin. And later on today's show, Ryan, we are going to discuss idiots. <laughs> Go ahead. You have my attention. And their beliefs. Idiots and their beliefs, and we shall attack them both. Luckily, I have some notes on the, these ideas. Um, I've, I've been thinking about idiots for a while now. Fantastic. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking like an idiot for quite a while now, so I've got a I've been dabbling myself. I love it. You're like a Denzel Washington in training day. You've you're deeply ensconced in the underbelly of the criminals that you want to find yourself. Instead of all that, stupidity. So we're a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Tomato tomato. Baker's dozen, Tyler. Now Father's Day special today, and I am dedicating this, and we don't normally do this, uh, except for when that one girl graduated from high school. I'm dedicating this to each child that I may have out there. I have no clue, and don't come to me. So let's all celebrate separately. Social distancing. Um, yeah, you're, I feel like you're starting franchises. You're just They're popping up everywhere. Like KFCs. Sure. I mean, McDonald's would have been better. Subways. But yeah, sure, KFC. Now... Before we start off with the whole show, Tyler, I want to do a little bit of cleanup, okay? There was something that was mentioned before. Last week, uh, we gave... Well, I'm saying last week. I always say last week. We're now doing two a week. How do we fix that? I say just keep saying last week and let it'll piss the audience off, and I feel like that's what we're going for. What if we come up with names for it? What if we come up with names for the first one and the, the second one? We could do that. What about like uh, Jose and Jose B? Mm, I think we're going to have to brainstorm on <laughs> bit, that bit on way. the nose. We're going to have to brainstorm on that You and one. I'll talk one-on-one. -on -one. Yep. We're going to have to get HR involved, maybe call our lawyers Let's, and see what we're allowed to do. Listen, listeners have really come through for us on some of these things. If you guys can figure out... Now, now they haven't seen the full amalgamation. I said it before. You, you could. mother I said fucker. It. I said it. It's my word. They haven't been able to see what we're trying to do on Thursdays yet, so maybe they won't be able to come up with the funniest shit yet. But... Um, we do need to figure that out. Something I mentioned last week, two days ago, we, I read off some contest winners for a contest that we did on Instagram. It went so well. We got so many new followers. I wanted to run a new contest. Okay. Okay. So go ahead, Tyler, can you give them the ways to get in touch with us, please? Mm, you, you, 
Oh, you got in front of me. I was going to make such a show nope. of this during a weekend review. You're being a terrible Ed McMahon right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can check us out on Instagram, which is those guys underscore you hate. You can email us directly where we can read it, make fun of you to ourselves, Please. and then never respond. Yep. You can reach us at podcast at those guys you hate.com or go to our website, those guys you hate.com. And here's what I'm going to ask from a, a, a personal spot. If you are sending an email in here so that we tear into you personally, send a picture of yourself where it looks like your feelings are being hurt. Make sure we can see your eyes. That's the most important part. But I want to see your face. After I do it, I want to look at you as if you heard me. I see. You just need something to get off to. Yeah. Okay. So, Tyler, this contest, I mentioned it on last week's show today. Um, mm -hmm. about running this contest where I am auctioning off my sexy time catchphrase, Tyler. I feel like we've really skipped over a huge point in all of this and not acknowledging what that contest was because I will admit, your co-host, this guy over here, this guy named Tyler. I'm trying to push through this, but you keep pulling me back, Tyler. Little, I'm trying to push to the next thing. All I'm saying, the pink side of the room. Yes, the pink side. Is confused. That other contest is over. I don't want to talk about that. I would. I, would, I don't want to disclose anything that happened, and I promised them that I wouldn't. Oh, so there was like an NDA that was signed? They what, know what they did. What, okay. If NDA stands for no dicks allowed, there definitely wasn't one of those. Now, this new contest is, I'm. Uh, well, it's not really a contest. It's an auction, okay? Times are tough. I am auctioning off my sexy time catchphrase, Tyler. And what is that? It used to be, hey... Comma, wanna do stuff? Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay, now, okay. I'm willing to change that very vulnerable part of my life. That's too bad. It's kind of grown on me. You saying that kind of made it jiggle a little I bit. I have noticed that you have been allowing it when I ask you. I'm just hoping you'll say it again. Yes, okay. But but I'm willing to to let that go. I'm, I'm willing to let you guys into the most intimate moments of my life, into the bedroom. So if you could come up, I already suggested, hey, I want to try you out for marriage. And apparently that's a big deal. Yeah, so, that, you're skipping a few steps there. Okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, I Like, you don't just go to Baskin Robbins and just eat vanilla. You got to try them out. So I'm just letting you guys know what's going on. And think about that. Mull that over. We'll do the depression index. And you guys, you know, let me know what you think. You know, I got to tell you what just happened to me there. I was just listening to it and totally forgot that I normally talk over it. I got lost there for a minute. That's okay. We can let people really uh, let let that sound, that saddening sound yeah. seep into their bones. That's, this is the Tyler version of the Depression Index. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you uh, debuted the two songs. Yes, you're exactly right. You okay over there? Uh, yes, just receiving a phone call. All just, right. I got, you know, Tyler, I'm spinning a lot of plates, You're a busy man. man. That's okay. Busy That's okay. Man. My beeper has a beeper. Jeff Bezos who? Uh, you Are you talking to my secretary? He's very busy right now. Now, what the Depression Index is, Tyler, it's a machine that I built with my hands, and you and I turn the crank to let people know how down we are. Tyler, how are you doing, bro? I am... I'm okay. I have found myself in a very interesting place living in this dichotomy yes. where I nice. um where I feel really really good and yet I feel really really bad at the same time. So it's it's an interesting place I find myself. Almost like uh that will never change and uh life is just a balance. No, I'm in the middle of change and and this is part of that change. No, I mean I mean that that will never change. That will you'll always feel good and always feel bad. That is life. Sure. Anyway, yeah. I am at A. He's thinking. He's turning. He's hurting. I'll let the machine tell me how many turns I need. He's dripping. Four. Five. He's wearing a French maid outfit. Six. And I can dig it, if I'm being totally honest. Man, my thighs look awesome in this. What I meant by that was, and I know it sounded like some real kook shit, but what I meant by that was is I think you're becoming more and more comfortable with when things aren't great. Yeah, absolutely. And that is change. And 
What I wanted to say to just get in here and just really just foist myself upon your ear holes is I have changed so much about myself recently with this one little sentence. Stop being so dramatic. When I all of a sudden start getting anxiety because I don't like this happening right now when I'm in the grocery store, hey, stop being so dramatic. Uh, that that thing has really, really helped me out in something that I would love to pass on to other people. Mm. Because damn, have I taken myself way too seriously in my life. Mm. I, I wanted everybody to joke around with me, but I couldn't joke around with myself. Yeah, dish it, but can't take it. Damn right. And I'm still there. So if I make fun of you, don't come at me like that because I can't really handle that right now. And you don't need this on your conscience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. I, I need you to on my rise to the top. So I need you to stay alive. Because I am hanging by a thread. Tyler, you keep up that attitude and we're going to do stuff. I'm at a two. Make signals. Things are happening, man. Yeah, Things no kidding. Things are happening. You can tell by how fucking distracted I am while well, all of this stuff is going on Tyler session 19 Tyler can you believe that it's session 19 already I can believe it it's it's incredible to A me anything you want to say about it is there anything in particular about session 19 that interests you by any chance in the vein of what what do you mean uh just I mean you had such a strong opinion about session 18 I'm just wondering if session 19 deserves worthy if session 19 is worthy of that attention I'm not sure specifically what you're getting at you wanted to fuck session 18 whoa 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 I didn't say I didn't say that but what I will tell you about session 19 is if you were to put me in a room with the show we are going to have to celebrate Father's Day next year a little bit harder Tyler Oh, you had something written down Because I am going to impregnate this show with my wiener drink coitus, Tyler. There's going to be intercourse, Tyler. This show and I and the police can't do nothing about it. Because we're both legal, Tyler. Because of the numbers. It's 19 and I'm slightly above that. I was going to comment on the kid thing and then you just blew on past it about two miles. So. Don't say blew on past it. I say Tyler. we just keep going. Tyler. I don't have time for your shenanigans right now. Something really big has actually happened for the first time. Something has actually happened on this show that is of note. You have time for anything. Your life is dull and I'll boring. choke you. I'll choke you to death. Please keep what happens in this house in this house. What That's happened? We, I'm trying to tell you, Tyler. Do me a favor. Will you do me? Will you do? Will you trust me? Will you respect me? Will you go forward with me? Will you sit on my lap facing me? Absolutely not to all except that last one. Tyler, will you close your eyes? Oh, jeez. This is a really small room. I'm asking for you to close your eyes. Are you going to touch me? Maybe. Now, what, now close your eyes and in your head, picture a red star. Okay. Okay. Done. You see it? Yep. All right. Now open your eyes. Okay. Now, what I'm showing Tyler is a little graph, one through six, and it has varying images of stars on it, Correct. which go from pitch black to a perfect red star, mm -hmm. Tyler. Which one would you describe yourself as? Oh, bottom right. The, six. The, number six, the brightest reddest star. Okay. So you could per picture it perfectly in your mind. Here's the deal. Tyler and I had a conversation about a meditation that I was doing where they ask you to think about color. I realized I can't think about color. So we just had a very normal offhand conversation about that. Mm -hmm. It then ended up on air as everything does because we're very insecure and we like to blab about ourselves as a, as a means of defense. Absolutely. So a listener, Rebecca, I believe she likes to be called Becky if I'm understanding properly. She hates that, doesn't she? Yeah. Okay. She has written in. Thank you, Becky. And thank you very much, Becky. Sir Beckinsale of Loxley. Mm. Um, Excuse me, I didn't realize I was amongst the royalty. <laughs> Bow down, you filthy peasant. <laughs> now, here's the deal. She wrote in and and very bluntly, in a way that was hurtful to me and you, yeah, yeah. Uh, told us about a, a, not a diagnosis. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not a symptom. Damn it, I don't know doctor stuff. Uh, diagnosis sounds about right. Whatever. Uh, it's called aphantasia. Uh -huh. And what aphantasia is, I don't know if it's from Greek or Latin or what it is. Fantasia meaning fantasy. That is how that old Disney movie got its name. Okay, that makes that makes sense. And I believe it's Greek. Uh, we can review, but... It doesn't no, really matter. Nobody will care. Yeah. The, the prefix a meaning without. Okay? Okay. So... Wow, that's cool. Without imagination. Mm. Without... So in other words... Ouch. I have realized... 
at 37 years old, and I'm not doing shtick right now for 30 seconds, and then I'm turning it back on double time. Please. I have realized at 37 years old, I don't, I can't picture uh, images in my mind. Yeah, I, you're it's, disabled. It is, it is narrated to me. It, that's, that's weird. It is so, it is like I've received a letter from myself, like in an alternate reality, explaining, hey, what's going on? Now, I look, uh, what's, uh, I never finish my sentences. Hey, what, hey, this is what's happening with you. To, or your, like your parents pass away when you're a little kid and you get a lockbox and it explains, hey, this is why you're like that. Mm -hmm. And I have such severe memory problems. This is deeply connected to memory. And, and here's the thing what I thought was interesting. And it just rang so true. I'm telling you, I was researching this with, with streaming tears running down my face. Um, when I picture a house in a field, I get a list of facts I know about what I know about houses and what I know about fields. And that's how I see it, through somebody telling me about it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I'm the opposite. Like, if you tell me to picture yeah. a house, I could tell you down to how many planks yeah. it took to build the house. Yeah. And it, it, you know what I think happened is that I've seen so many versions of it through movies and I, I know how you're supposed to think. And I just, I think I interpret it like, okay, this is exactly what it is. Never gave it second thought. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. the right way to say it. Mm -hmm. And I, this thing blew me away. So forgive me for the three minutes of indulgence, but it's something that changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just one other way that I'm how I'm better than you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You it feels, feels good on the top. You know, I might be standing on an anthill, but Feels good up here on my high horse. Nobody who feels good about themselves ever has to say anything like that. How would you know that? I've read it in books. Let's do a weekend review. Tyler. Last week, I took a stab at something I had heard about the Japanese symbols for panic. My guess was danger and opportunity. Did I figure out what the hell I was talking about? I really hope so. Yes. No, yes. Now, I figured out exactly where I got that from, okay? It was a quote by a man named... Jufk. Nailed it. Um, apparently, he was a president or something. And he said, the Chinese use the brushstrokes to write the word crisis. One brushstroke stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, be aware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. Is that true? Is, is what true? All that information? Do they really put it together? Let's or talk about that on the next question. All right. Ryan, last week... I very ostentatiously said that teeth are bones. <laughs> should, should people stop listening to me? I just want to say for what you did to me on that last question, I hate your guts. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> so terrible. Teeth consist mostly of hard, inorganic materials like calcium. They also contain nerves, blood vessels, and specialized cells, but they are not bones. Like, so, it specifically says here they are not bones. What I'm hearing from that, and I, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, and I am a layman. You could not have been more wrong. Not even, I could not have been further from the truth. It is the anti-bone. Teeth don't have the regenerative regenerative powers that bones do and cannot grow back together if broken. Huh. Well then, Tyler, on that last question, I read you the JFK quote about the Chinese symbol for crisis. Was JFK right? Sure. No, don't do it. Tyler, it's actually no, a misunderstanding perpetuated forward. No. Is that person okay? No. What? No, yeah, go on. Do it. It's actually closer to danger uh, in, no. in a, a crucial moment. No. So, in other words, uh, he had it way off. It, it's it's it's. It's actually closer to danger and a crew. I'm sorry, I couldn't talk right through no, that. No, that's of got, course, of course. I, I, I put the thing in and I couldn't get around. There was a person begging for help in the background. Of course, you couldn't get through it. I mean, he, he did sound quite meek, Tyler. Um, Ryan yeah. seems unable to remember info for the show. Should I stop trying with you, Ryan? 
Tyler, I have a disability, bro. Like, I, th- oh, I think, I think that here you. Here we go. I think that you need to start being very careful because this is being taped. Yes. No. Yes. Ryan, I gave that information out maybe five to ten minutes ago. So please give our audience the email. Uh, is that real? Podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. Did I get it? You said thoseguysyouhate.com, but sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was I right? Dot com. You were right. Yes. Please stop playing that. No, Tyler, yes. Did Led Zeppelin steal their music from black people? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Tyler. No, yes. There's so many different stories about so many people that ended up getting paid out or becoming co-writers or inspired by in the decades after that the Rolling Stone did a top 10 list of people that Led Zeppelin fucked over, suggesting that there are many more who did not make the list. Wow. So basically they are the kiss of stealing other people's music. They're just everywhere. They're everywhere. They're, they're, they're everywhere. everywhere. There is Led Zeppelin toilet paper when it comes to stealing. Wow. And their whole idea was, hey, let's steal it. And if we get busted, that means that people are paying attention. You can't argue that it didn't work. Yeah, no, absolutely. Led Zeppelin is going down as one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Oh, they they capitalized on their thievery. You're ex- and I think we should do the same. I'm not kidding. I say we just rip people off. If Morgan Freeman comes after us, that means we're, we made it. Ryan, how do you think we've made it this far already? I've just been ripping people off left and right. Morgan Freeman's <laughs> bank account. <laughs> Ryan, last week I said the Jim Crow laws were abolished in the 1980s. Oh, God. I, I looked this up, too. Good golly. Am I an idiot? I mean, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. No, yes. If you could just let the board answer, yes, I'd appreciate yes, it. Yes, a thousand times yes, Tyler. Jim, Jim Crow was abolished in the mid-60s, so I was uh, 20 years off. With the intensity of a million suns, yes. Tyler, on session 17, because that's too back, because that's how we're doing it now, I hope everybody's fucking happy. I would say just say last week. Last week, Tyler. <laughs> When talking about the Hunger Games, I used the term eats butt as a pejorative. Mm -hmm. Now, was that right? No, don't do it. Now, I want to apologize to everybody out there, okay? Now, I do understand that words are powerful, and I will never do that again. And I want to apologize to the butt-eating community, okay? I made a mistake, and I've learned my lesson. And we talk about it all the time. We do not shame on this on this radio show, podcast uh, radio yeah, we, show. Thing. We actually do shame all the time. All the time. You're just trying to avoid shaming for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who doesn't? Never mind. Ryan, last week you brought up the only way I can come is through shame. I shouldn't have stopped you for that. I'm so sorry. Please just start your question. We'll edit that out of there. Ryan, last week you. It's brought- true though. It's really true. Honestly, I have to have people pointing at me and laughing. Ryan, for my semen to come out of my wiener. Last week, <laughs> last week you brought up SpongeBob and the fact that recently Nickelodeon said he's gay. You also said that the creator argued against it. Were you right about any of this? Okay, now hold Let on. Let the soundboard do its job. I'm gonna do it, and I have do it. No, don't do it. No. There you go. No, Here's no. the deal. I told you this in confidence. No, no I already had this written down in my computer and before we talked about using it. it. Well, once I tell you there's a, a patient doctor confidentiality that I don't think you're allowed to talk about it anymore. Can I, can I finish this now? Can I finish mine? Can you please turn this off? <coughs> what? Now, thankfully, I actually looked this up. Nickelodeon did release a photo. Just, I saw a picture of it. Just like you said, of different characters and actors wearing tie-dye in support of the LGBTQ community. Wait a minute. Have you guys claimed tie-dye? Uh, what do you mean you guys? I don't even claim rainbow. The creator of SpongeBob did, in fact, address the nature of SpongeBob's sexuality, as you said, in which he stated that he believed the character's closer to asexual than anything else. However... That was back in 2005. Oh, okay. With, is, is it Tom Kenny? With the new accusations and hashtag SpongeBob is gay trending mm. on Twitter. Sorry about that. The show's creator actually hasn't released a statement yet. Wow. Um, I wouldn't hold your breath, though, considering he died two years ago. Well, you know what the thing is, is that when these kind of things are happening in the world, 
whatever your leanings are, you got to get there and stay in front of these things. If I've learned anything from running this show, you know, um, hiding is only going to make things worse. You're just you're just digging yourself a bigger hole. Yeah, yeah. The, it's called a grave. He's dead, Ryan. Like dead, dead, dead. He's like totally dead. Like he is gone from this earth, unable to coordinate the show SpongeBob anymore. I got to tell you, and I this isn't going to be popular. That's the cowardly way out. That's the cowardly way out, SpongeBob creator man. And that nope, you are one hundred percent right. Okay. Okay. That was embarrassing. Yes. Don't do. Don't ever do that to I me. I said again. I had five. You just let your your last one go. And finally. Last week, I posed the question that if SpongeBob and Patrick had sex, how would Patrick enter SpongeBob? Uh I suggested he would start with one of his five starfish fins, while Ryan... It's not a fin. You suggested that it would be done with the beak. Were either of us (laughs) correct? I also said the beak was its anus. No, don't do it. Of course we weren't, Ryan. Yeah. Starfish can reproduce sexually and asexually. When done... Don't do it. When done sexually, the females and males release their sperm... They release their sperm and their eggs into the environment. So it would... Like a cloud. It would basically be uh, Patrick unloading in the middle of the living room and SpongeBob just kind of walks into it. Like an old lady tests out perfume. Uh, exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. But instead you of freaky motherfuckers. Instead bro. of yeah, yeah, but remember it's not air, it's water, so it's kind of just floating there. There is something that smells funny going on in bikini bottom, Tyler. Yeah, he can like horizontally dive into a pool of Patrick's semen. I respect that in dudes that I'm hanging out with. What's that? Good semen? Tyler, let's go into the living room. Let me release a cloud of semen. You walk through it. I would suggest keeping your mouth closed. Come back. Don't tell me what to do. You're gonna like it's gonna be like you're on a motorcycle and you get bugs in your teeth, Tyler. I just I think you should be careful. We're breaking laws here. Those guys. The thing is, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am obtuse. I like to use a lot more words than I need to. When I'm in the middle of something, I kind of jam things in there that don't need to be in there. And I'll say, and I'll say, and I'll say, and I just, you know, I just, it, 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 it gets dragged out longer than it needs to. You hate. You don't say. Sometimes. Those guys, those guys, those guys. And we are back, Tyler. Look at us. Here we are. Yes, yes, we've found ourselves back in the studio doing this once again. Oh, boy. Nailed the dismount, Tyler. I am depressed. Can can you tell everybody about your little little break snack, Tyler? My break snack. Oh, half a cucumber. Half a cucumber. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you chopped it up like they do it at a like a nice salon. And you like if you're going to put it on your eyes out by the by the pool, Tyler, with some sort of a a mask, some sort of a clay mask that is embarrassing to others that you're wearing it out there. But we're not going to mention it because you seem like you're enjoying it. Is that how you cut up your cucumber, Tyler? Very verbose, Ryan. How so? I I actually really enjoy. Do you remember those old um, uh, uh, lollipop commercials, the Tootsie Pop commercials, and it was how many licks does it take to get to the t- center of a Tootsie Pop? One, two, three, a three, a three. A three. Uh, I, I don't recall the, that. Could the, you explain uh, it to and, me? And then the owl, as you said, bites down on the lollipop, crunches right into it. That is how I eat my cucumber. I like to just take a big old bite out of it and eat it right off the skin. Well, contrary, yes, Tyler was eating a cucumber. As if it were an apple, like a creep, like just walked into my son's room, eating a cucumber. While you're punching him in the ribs. Like a psychopath, like he was eating a turkey leg. It was the weirdest thing. It was delicious. I liked my example more. It wasn't good enough for you? Contrary to popular belief, owls, one of the dumbest birds. Very stupid. Do you know why? It's the eyeball to brain ratio, isn't it? Their eyeballs are so big so that they can see in the dark that their brains have to be small because they can't occupy a bunch of... You seem to have pretty big eyes. Well, you mean these big old peepers (laughs) right over here? It's like sleeping next to a lighthouse. And what we also learned from that commercial is that owls are malicious dickheads. Well, he bit... He he very obviously bit that that lollipop. And I got to tell you, I don't think owls ever bounced back from that commercial when it aired in the, the 70s. And it was incredibly... 
incredibly pretentious about the whole thing. It was fucked up. Like, motherfucker, you're going to take my lollipop, you're going to bite it, you're going to eat the whole thing, and then you're going to hand it back to me and tell me as if that was a legitimate uh, survey, a legitimate scientific experiment done, you piece of shit owl. You know, I'm in a weird place in my life, Tyler. You'll have to be more specific. Sitting next to you. <laughs> now, I, I am, and I don't think that people always notice this. Maybe this is like me not being able to picture things in my brain. Okay. Right now, in my life, I am in between styles. I, am, I don't feel comfortable in any given style at the moment. Wow, you know what? I would have gone the other way. I would say it's just it's been really uplifting and just kind of kind of amazing how I, I thought your attitude towards the whole thing was just like I'm totally fine looking like shit. Oh. Um when I when I when I set out on that on that sentence I had not assumed that I was going to crash my boat into these specific rocks. No, no, it was a compliment. It hurt. Like, like, man, you're so confident it in hurt. yourself. Yeah. I don't mind going out looking yeah. like this. That is incredible. I, I, I must feel really good about my insides to let my outsides look like this. Is that what you're is saying. like, like basically, if your insides uh -huh. were the opposite of your outsides, uh, you must be the most joyful person uh, on earth. You know what? If you could stop complimenting for just a minute. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I'm getting dizzy, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, now, here's the deal, and you know this. I have had the uniform for years. I mean, there was years that I went through there with just wearing black shirt, dark jeans, and black boots, okay? Mm -hmm. Jeans, boots, and a t-shirt has been my uniform for a long time. Yes. For whatever the reason. And I know this is, again, self-indulgent, but this is all that I know. Nobody cares about me. I have to care about myself for two. It's all we do. Yeah. This is the show, is, is self-indulgent guesswork. Navel-gazing. Mm. Thank you. So the idea is now I don't feel like that's me anymore. Have you ever felt like that? Like, hey, I always did this and now I just don't feel like this is me anymore. Dude, I realized that I like guys at 28. You're still doing that? Yeah, still doing it. Oh my goodness. I man. promised to commit to this joke for five years. So you are going to be, me, this it, is an April Fool's joke that got way out of hand. I just, before I knew it, I, you know, been with a couple dudes and I'm like, well, this is my life now. You're the Daniel Day Lewis of butt fucking. Is that too on the nose? That was, was very, that on the nose? very, very spot on. I pray to the Lord that we cut that. I pray to the Lord. I really want the audience to really acknowledge and 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 see who it is that you are. Well, you guys are going to learn who's in control here because I am going to fight for that to be gone. Um, now, here's the deal. I'm not ready for board shorts in like in like boat shoes and like my shirt tucked in i'm in between my shirt tucked in and my shirt tucked out well this is normally when somebody has a midlife crisis maybe you're just building up to that like somebody going through puberty at the age of 11 12 13 they're about to sh grow into their body yeah you are growing into your midlife crisis where i'm just giving up right now dude you're piece doing, by piece you're doing a podcast with me i mean yeah. look, is th is there any redder yeah. flag out there i moved into a house with somebody that i hate just to go after some sort of a fantasy i can't even see in my own head you're really lucky rj can't hear you i know i actually i've subpoenaed him he should be out within the next 30 to 60 days depending upon his employment situation uh, i'm just saying it's weird i've never really considered it while i was in the middle of all of this stuff so i i I, it's, I don't know if anybody has any suggestions i'll change that along with my sexy time warm-up do you have any ideas for yourself do you have any directions that you might want to go i don't know i'm thinking about dressing like a 13 year old how would one dress like a? I don't know. I'm gonna go get some like a uh, Fortnite uh, T-shirt. or yeah, something? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I see a lot of older moms try to do this with their kids. Just try to dress like their kids the same age. I think I might do that. What about uh? What about sloppy dressing? poppy? Nobody will even recognize. It'll just I'll just be regular old poppy sloppy. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd just be mm. sloppy mm. with an eye for anybody who's trying to steal that. So I don't know. It's just something we're thinking about. Yeah, sure. I'll be sure to commit as much energy to that as I willing your tone is giving me a different idea mm. well ryan i'm gonna need you to shut the hell up <laughs> thank you for saving me a little bit too late Tyler. <laughs> so let's just jump right into my segment and this one ryan is called what are those idiots believing now what are those idiots believing now i could dig mm -hmm. it let's do this thing ryan i was born in 1988 Really? Yes. Huh. I was a kid and- Terrible year. A <laughs> Any particular reason why? Yeah, a couple, yeah. All right. Yeah. I was a kid and product of the 90s. And let me just say, the 90s 
was a weird time to be alive in terms of fashion and trends. It was Jinko jeans and ska music, slot bracelets and fanny packs for the teenagers. For kids like me, it was Beanie Babies, Pokemon, and discovering myself. Masturbation, Ryan. He would just never leave that 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 turkey baster alone. No, no. My yeah. my my blanket on my bed stood up at attention every uh-huh. time I walked uh-huh. into it my room. It was like a 72-degree angle. Mm. There were also some amazing accomplishments happening around the time, Ryan. I wasn't able to appreciate them because I was so young. But in 1996, we began building the ISS, or the International Space Station. And in 97, we had Molly the cloned sheep, and we learned... I remember that. And we landed the Pathfinder on Mars. Huh. That was a huge moment for us, Ryan. Nissan did incredible things in the 90s. Oh, it's going to be one of these segments, right? Where you just... You just Here's the thing. Throw flaming garbage into my segment just to run, just gunk up the, the gears, Ryan. I understand that you love the sound of your own voice, but I'm trying to make it fun for everybody. That's that's what I'm here for, Tyler. My irony meter just exploded. <laughs> I am Iron Man. Our species was rocketing along the frontier of known science, making our lives better by the day. But with great progress comes great stupidity. Due to the internet, every idiot has a voice now. Every idiot can now connect with other idiots and spread their idiocy. Things that were once fringe conversations are now becoming mainstream or have become mainstream. I believe it is time we discuss things in an open, logical, reasonable, and most important, respectful manner. Okay, let's do it. All right. Which is what brings us to our new segment. What do these idiots believe in now? During this segment, we'll discuss a wide range of topics, all of which are things believed by a portion of the population, but goes against all the available data. Since this will be the maiden voyage of this segment, I thought we should discuss a very important topic. A lot, of, a lot of preamble to this segment. It's very important that people understand where <laughs> I'm coming mean, from. Uh, you need a Sherpa to get to this segment. At first, yeah. I wanted to go with global warming, Ryan. Okay, okay, I understand. Maybe you could jump in a little bit more, Ryan. I, ju- I, I don't know what's happening. We're all. It's like I'm waiting for a ride that doesn't start. <laughs> Instead of me just reading this ride, you could say something, Ryan. I don't know what's happening. So should I go with the global with global warming? Ryan? Okay. 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 Or maybe the mass extinction event that's currently threatening thousands of species of plants and animals, Ryan. Well, you're doing a thing with your hand like you're uh Lewis Black. Holocaust denial! Okay. Which would be appropriate given the sudden rise and empowerment of Nazis across the world and the literal Holocaust. That's happening right now in China, Ryan. I would say be careful with your tone on some of these issues, Tyler. But I wanted to talk about something that really gets under my... Would you stop interrupting, Ryan? I wanted to talk about something (laughs) that really gets under my skin whenever I hear of it. I'm speaking, of course, about those fucks in the Flat Earth Society. They, They have some valid points. Name one. Kyrie Irving can play basketball, Tyler. You ever seen him shoot a shoot the rock? Because of the internet. Look at this eyebrow. Because of the internet, and specifically YouTube, these assholes have not only seen a serious uptick in followers, but they're growing by the day. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. There is a video on YouTube, Ryan, titled, Is Earth Actually Flat? Which has 30 million views. Prove that it's not. Prove that it's not. I'm about to. Meh. I got stuff going on, so do it, do it <laughs> How fast can you make this? I'm sorry, you're not getting enough words in for this, right? I mean, finally I know what's happening, because, I mean, the preamble damn near killed me. I love the way this sounds, Ryan. You're loquacious, Tyler. Even taking into account that a portion of the people reading, watching this stuff is doing so to laugh at it, there are still millions of people who believe this garbage. Well, I would say, I would say... That, that a lot, uh, my guess is that a lot of people are watching, I, and this is a total made up stat. Mm-hmm. I would say more people are watching it to make fun of whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, Ryan, calm down. 
Calm down. It's not that big of a deal, okay? I mean, it's Tyler. Just, regardless of what the number is, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Okay. I just think that it's you're kind of talking about something that you're not 100% sure about. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. All right. It's just, I, it's, I'm just saying We're on the same opinion. side here. Okay. We're on the whatever, same side. Whatever here. you say. I just going a little rough. <laughs> People may even remember not too long ago, a man by the name of Mad Mike Hughes built his own rocket and launched himself into the sky to see for himself that the earth was flat, Ryan. Okay. How much would they have to pay you to shoot you up into a man-made rocket? They have not printed the money, Tyler. Mm. That was my first time saying that, and I nailed it. It's a catch-22 because the amount of money that they would need to pay you in order to do that doesn't exist. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I love life, man. And you know that I'm not a huge proponent of money, as long as I have it. And uh, I, I just, I, I wouldn't jump out of a plane. And that's probably much safer. Can we agree with that? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, definitely. it's not even remotely close. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter I, of No, I wouldn't jump out of a remote plane. I'm talking about a real human-sized plane. What is this, a school for ants? I let you talk, and this is what I Bobby, get. Bobby, please continue. Is... I'm learning something, Tyler. Think about what I just said to you, not the Ryan's an idiot thing, the other <laughs> stuff. Yeah, don't think about that. This, <laughs> this man knows literal rocket science, and yet he still believed the Earth is flat. As a matter of fact, Ryan and I, you, you and I, Talked about about Mad Mike Hughes not many, too long ago. Many times over the years. When he died. Sure. Yeah, he died uh -huh. in his last attempt, obviously, yeah. to to shoot himself into the stratosphere. I think he's scheduled to try again next year yeah. if I read that somewhere. I think he's going to be a little late. Yeah. Mad Mike, I have written here, Mad yeah, Mike. Yeah, the late Mad Mike. You're exactly right. Actually passed away not too long ago, and he, and he like I said, doing it, uh, attempting the same feat. Joe Rogan once discussed conspiracy theories in the general sense. Ryan, again, you and I have discussed this at length. He mentioned that believing in a conspiracy theory is equivalent to being part of an exclusive club where only a select few of you uh, know a secret that the rest of the world doesn't know. It makes you feel important. That's what's pissed me off about Corona is that now everybody wants to be in on the conspiracy theory train. It's like, hey, it's too late, bro. We don't need you anymore. As I said, believing uh -huh. in a conspiracy theory makes you feel important and makes you feel like you know something that you shouldn't and that you belong to something bigger than yourself. Okay. What yeah. did I just say, Ryan? Conspiracy theory makes you feel like you're important and that you're part of something bigger than yourself. Just because I'm doodling doesn't mean that I don't know what's going on. It's how I listen, Tyler. I can't see things in my mind. I it's a dis it's a disability. I think it's You're on a razor's edge, Tyler. I think it's fair to say I think it is fair to say that no matter that. how much you are really paying attention, no matter how much you remember from the last things I said, right. you doodling is a very rude way to accept my segment into your life. No, no, no. Please continue to doodle. I just want the audience to know how little That's respect fair. I feel like Rodney Dangerfield up in this place. What you're saying right now is fair, but I can't see things in my mind, Tyler. I'm third eye blind. Okay? Other so, fucker, that was kind of good. So maybe, so maybe, I don't know. Maybe we're thinking about. Okay, so I get that it makes you feel more important. I get it. But fuck, are you people stupid? This is something even a child could prove, Ryan. This is something that was pr first proved in ancient Greece. Okay. You know the first place that they ever made French fries? In Greece. Not really all that helpful, Ryan. <laughs> I talk about it like it's the country, but actually the thing that they fried the fries in. It's called Greece. It's spelled differently. John Travolta. I just want the audience to acknowledge along with me that I feel this segment slipping through my fingers. You're it right. Is just, I'm sorry. It is. No, it's not even your fault. Just the whole thing is falling apart at the seams. It's like it's like face-off where I once had a good podcast segment. Uh -huh. Now we've taken that face-off and we have implanted Nicolas Cage's face, uh -huh. a, just a, a gross, disgusting face. Tyler, I... I feel like I have to take some responsibility here. You you haven't been beneficial. <laughs> uh, please let's let's. You have been playing defense, Tyler. Let's hunker down. You're absolutely right. Let's hunker down. Let's get this thing. We got this. We got this. I will help you. But fuck, are you people stupid? <laughs> <laughs> this is something even a child can prove, Ryan. Makes sense to me. This is something that was first proved in ancient Greece, Ryan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
The Greeks compared the shadows of sticks in different locations. Okay. One stick with the sun directly overhead cast no shadow, right. while another stick 500 miles north did. Wait a minute. How? Okay. That makes sense. If we were living on a disc, then the shadows would have been the same. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. If we're living on a disc like this, and the sun is here, and a stick is here, the shadows won't be the same. Because the sun, I'm sorry to everybody, I'm drawing a picture on this piece of paper that all of a sudden is a little bit come in handy. I'm just saying, all of a sudden my sketches have kind of saved the I'm show. I'm looking at it upside down. This isn't helpful whatsoever. So then this, so then in other words, so if the sun was above a flat earth, th all the shadows wouldn't be the same depending on where the sun is. Did you do any research or did you just make this up, dude? I'm glad I tore this thing apart. This is trash. <laughs> trash, kid. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Red cast and shadow. Man, segment busters. Fake fake news. So all of that science, right? Science is, cannot be disputed, debated, can't be asked questions about. No questions question marks on that science. Sure. Um, uh, that happened in 250 BC. Okay. And yet, and yet, here we are living in the goddamn future, having to put up with these assholes. Like my brother, uh -huh. I just ask that you people get with the times, which shouldn't be too hard. Pick any time from 250 BC to now. Are we and still you're using there. BC and AD? I don't know. Are we? I don't think so. Okay. We, well, we can review. 250 before zero. You just seem defeated. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, I am definitely defeated. I am def definitely. Definitely. I am so sorry, dude. I, I didn't mean it. I, I want to be helpful. Wow. Wow, that was it's even a defeated bell chime. That was a sad bell. That was a sad bell. Um, Tyler, I find myself in a conundrum of sorts. My son is getting to be 12 years old, and he wants to be a gamer. I thought he is 12 years old. He is 12 years old. Let's erase that. So he wants to be a gamer now, okay? And I'm cool with it. That's all right. We grew up playing video games or whatever. Here's my question to you as somebody who grew up as a gamer. Do you believe that achievements in the digital age are synonymous, that they sync up with the, the achievements of yesteryear? Do you think that all of these new digital uh, goals that people are setting for themselves with video games and social media and all that stuff, do you think that will ever equate to a general sense of accomplishment? No. No, because it's all flatly no. Flatly no. It's all it's all fake. It's it, it is a house of cards. Right. It's it's the the housing bubble and it's going to crash eventually okay. for each individual person because it's not sustained joy. It's just a hit of dopamine, which is a drug. But and what's the difference between that and regular joy? I mean, if I go out and buy a new pair of shoes, it's going to be the same thing. It will wear off. Now, I will argue that having something that I can hold in my hand means so much more to me than a backpack and a video game. You know, and I know that's an extreme version of what it is that I'm talking about, mm. but it's in with them. It's a world that they've lived in more than even you have. So how do you convince them that that's not? Well, here's what I mean by that. Video games are so much further pushed along at his young age than they were. You're they're more all encompassing now for sure. And he grew up. With tablets, he grew up with screens. He grew up with yeah. all of that. Yeah, he they're was indoctrinated at a, a younger age than you, for sure. And when yeah. I when I got started in video games, two player was was Luigi. You wait your turn on Super Mario Brothers, and then it was a bummer. And then we got it was in, always Luigi, absolutely. And then yeah. we got into like the Nintendo sixty four era with FIFA, uh, GoldenEye, where we, we were getting split screen and playing yeah. on the same screen. It was like a Nintendo sixty nine for our young selves. Was that a sexual joke towards kids, even though we're the kids in this scenario? I'm allowed to make you, jokes about myself as a kid sexually. I mean, you are, but damn, dude. I had a taut ass when the, I was this, about 11. I just wanted to be acknowledged that that is the <laughs> third time I've called you dude on this episode. What's going on with that? I don't know. I yeah. just feel like it packs like a punch, like I'm like like a surfer. Like, come on, bro. Well, hang in there, bro. Uh, all I'm saying is, is how do you describe that to a kid where they don't believe you? Like, what could I have said to you at that time? Like how, Tyler, how do you, you describe what? Like the difference in in how far we've come? You're not going to get contentment from this. Oh, oh, I think learning, it's... getting that special goal in your in your uh, in your game isn't the same as teaching yourself Spanish. I think that if your idea of how to succeed in getting him to realize that that's not going to bring him joy is one specific way of saying it, and then his eyes open and he goes 
oh, I realize that this isn't, that's yeah. not the way it works. Yeah. It's simply keeping his awareness about this and then he'll slowly start to realize, yeah. I feel like shit. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, uh, you're right about that. What I was thinking is, or what about like when you catch your kids smoking cigarettes so you make them smoke the whole pack? Oh, I just get them crack. Say, what? hey, this is where you're going to wind yeah. up. Yeah, smoke it now this, and let's well, just cut to the chase. This is the end result. Why am I yeah. going to let you go through the good uh -huh. times of the cocaine uh -huh. and the ecstasy and the weed and all the crazy orgies? No, you just go right to the crack where you're eventually going to end up, you junkie. And this is why they took that nursery away from you, Tyler. I just miss those kids so much. And they miss you too. They are just bouncing around in the air vents up above us. And they can't, when they come down, they're going to hug you so hard. Why are they in the air, the air vents? They're pumped full of drugs, Tyler. Follow our own jokes, buddy. <laughs> they're circuitous. I understand. I did, there's an issue there. I do get it. Not sequitur. Now, here's the deal. That's a big part of our show. I mean, our, our, our kickoff today started with, oh, yeah, daddy, you know. Ryan, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. That, that is a big part of your show. Right, right. Right. I'm just trying to keep up. A lot of the jokes that I write on here, perhaps you haven't noticed, are to make me laugh. You actively play defense yeah. against me and uh. then accuse me of not getting the show when yeah. you do nothing to assist me. Well, I have my own show separately going on from you. Oh, no. We in the yeah. audience have noticed. I know. And they're not in on it either. <laughs> they don't get the show and they don't even know it, which is the show. Tyler, there is a lot of people out there whose behavior of the past is currently being questioned. Somebody whose behavior in the past in is the past being questioned. Okay. Is now being questioned. Things that used to be okay are no longer okay. You hear Aunt Jemima got canceled? Yeah, absolutely. Aunt and Jemima, there was there yep. was the uh isn't the Lando Lakes guy uh, getting changed? Lando Lakes lady. Lady is, is getting me. changed. Excuse me. Lando and I Lakes heard lady. the joke, we got rid of the Native American, but we kept the land. Mm. <laughs> Oh, that's, hey! that's actually pretty good. That's I stole that from the, I think it was a, a tweet into the Levitard show. Got you. And and I love, I love, and I say this sarcastically, I love that the Redskins are still holding up double metal fingers to everybody. Dan Snyder, don't give a bleep, bro. No. It's his toy and nobody will take it away from him. Now, a lot of these people who are now being called out uh, for for awful behavior. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the, the standard has definitely shifted. I'm looking at you, Matt Lauer. Oof. Those people are... I would love to know about that. I want to know specifically about the button that he had that I locked the door. I want to know about the button. And where do you get it? Oh, you do just you have hook it, it up yourself? Dude, when you're a millionaire, you have things installed for Is you all the time. Is it hooked to the camera? Do I have to separately start the camera? Hmm, that seems a little faulty. You definitely want the camera to be its own separate entity. How do I release the bees? Separate button. You definitely don't want to put them next to each other. <laughs> Whenever I blink, release the bees. Now, here's the deal, okay? I, there's one person more than anything that... I, I, and I, I understand how people are triggered by this. Somebody has done something that you think is highly offensive, and then you see them being championed by the world, mm -hmm. and it just tears you down inside, and you don't know how to handle it. So what you're saying is, just so I understand, is you know that they acted poorly Wild, in the past. wildly inappropriately and everybody thinks it's cute oh okay. everybody thinks it's charming wait who is this this is a segment that i call mm -hmm. kevin McAllister is a fucking psycho what yes he is and, and here's the deal oh you know what yeah you got a point here's the deal because i you know i'm on in on the true crime i always have been i am very familiar with this case okay mm -hmm. now like all evil people and you and I talk about this all the time. If you go back to Charles Manson's childhood, you're going to find some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Almost every psychopath, every known psychopath had some form of fucked up beginning minus uh, Ted Bundy. Very good. Mm -hmm. Yes, Ted Bundy. And you never know because maybe it's something that like embarrassed him and he never said it. But yeah. his, his big is his straw that broke the proverbial camel's back was a woman breaking up with him. And hey, I don't directly talk to serial killers very often, but hey, Ted. I get it. Now, <laughs> rooting for you, Ted. Now, now, this Kevin McAllister had a checkered pass, and you have to factor that in, okay? He's a latchkey kid. He was abandoned by his family, mm -hmm. okay? And I do understand that. That will give you some significant abandonment issues. Absolutely. Look yeah. who you're talking to. Yeah. Absolutely. I am. I'm talking to you. Yeah, look, me. Mm -hmm. I, I bought two body pillows so I can be both the big and the little spoon when oh, I'm yeah, absolutely. you're the spork. I love it. I am the spork. So, so wait a minute. So you're bringing this to everybody's attention because why? Because I, 
I understand that everybody's hands are full with so many things to worry about. Mm -hmm. Here's the issue is that we can't give up, man. We can't just stop. We need to keep going systematically one by one. Now, I understand that he was abandoned by his family, but when two heroes learned of this, they sprang into action, okay? Marv and Harry mm -hmm. go to this young man's back door. The wet bandits. They listen, we that has not been that is not admissible. That no 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 no. This is Harry and Marv, two good guys from around the neighborhood. They were criminals. So they're doing a wellness check, okay, on okay. this young man who's been abandoned by his family. Okay, now this is when Mr. McAllister points a BB gun through the doggy door, which is not how a doggy door is supposed to be used, directly at Harry's groin and pulls the trigger, Tyler. Effective. 9.30 p.m., he shoots him. Okay, right in the dick. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, a standard air-powered projectile weapon typically has the muzzle velocity of 350 feet. Or somewhere less than that. I've consulted with some doctors who believe that through the clothing, the BB is unlikely to penetrate Harry's peepee. But still, Kevin McAllister is a fucking psycho. So shouldn't they have just left after the peepee -pee to the peepee? -pee? Well, now they're worried about his mental health, Tyler. Now they're worried, like, what's going on with this guy? He's feral. You have to call the cops then. There was no time for that, Tyler. And this was before cell phones were interrupted. Credit card? You got it. That's before cell phones were interrupted? I'm falling apart, Tyler. I am falling Finish apart. Your segment. We are going to edit that so I sound so smart. Let's give it a pause. We're not going to edit it. Now, here's what happens. This other hero, this other uh, fir uh, first responder springs into action. Marv runs into the basement, okay? A basement is a room under the ground for all us Floridians. Now, he grabs the light bulb cord, okay, that's dangling. He pulls it. Mm -hmm. It's attached to an iron, Tyler. An iron? A steam iron mm. to iron your clothes. It falls down and hits him on the bridge of the nose, okay? And this was back in the late 80s, so those were like made-to-last irons. D exactly. Not to break six months and now you got to come back to Walmart. You save mm. three bucks the first time, now you got to spend the original 27 bucks. Mm. Now, if we estimate the distance from the first floor to the basement at 15 feet, and then we assume the iron weighs four pounds, it's striking Marv squarely in the mid-face is enough to force a fracture to the bones surrounding the eyes. It's known as a blowout fracture. It can lead to serious disfigurement in a debilitating double vision, Tyler. Well, just the very term blown out in terms of like a break just sounds horrific. Yeah, if you're not talking about a girl's vagina, then it does not sound right when discussing the human body. Isn't the blowout the... Hair? I believe the Style. only way that you can assess that situation is Kevin McAllister is a fucking psycho. If this is a man who is willing to systematically tear apart these criminals, why would he not come after you? He's had many, many years to hone his craft. He's weak and he's been damaged by drugs. Everybody's seen him. I mean, he is just bleeped up. I ain't worried of him. And I'm not going to let them silence me on this show because I'm worried about me. I'm not saying that I'm a martyr. I'm going to let other people say it. You are such a fraud. Now, as the other gentleman recovers from being shot in the groin previously, he again tries to access the house and aid the stranded boy. He grabs for a doorknob, which is literally burning red, Tyler, searing his hand, which makes him fall down the icy steps. All right. Now, each year, roughly 900 people die from slipping down icy stairs, Tyler. Yeah, it seems like a real problem. Also, a doorknob that is going to visibly be glowing red like that has to be heated to about 751 degrees Fahrenheit. That's very hot. One second of contact with 155 degree water is enough to cause third degree burns. So what would 751 degree metal do? It is just below the temperature that you would need for Harry's hand to burst into flames. Mm. I mean, Tyler, Kevin McAllister is a fucking psycho, dude. But I feel like if it was real, he wouldn't even get close to the handle. Like, wouldn't you feel the heat from like he five feet so away? He was so overcome by his worry for this young, virile boy that he needed to get inside. And and the, he he thought the heat was coming from him. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on your terminology, buddy. You guys give up yet? Or are you thirsty for more? I'll take a little bit more. Were the screams heard as he hit 
my two clients with roughly a two kilonewton hit to the face with a 10 pound paint can. Oh, that's right. This boy inflicted a full thickness burn on which is likely to cause necrosis upon Harry's skull so severe that his bone is essentially dying and will require a transplant and only conclusion that any sane person can draw is that Kevin McAllister is a fucking psycho Tyler. Oh, that was when they set the the flamethrower over the door and it fried DeVito's head. Joe, Not Pe- Joe Pesci. Pesci and you me. know, he had a very weird way of responding to that. Uh, and that was yeah. t- to stand there for much longer. He's like, this hurts. What about this? But he's making a, a noise. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is one of the finest moments in cinema. And then he has to run out and dive headfirst into a pile of snow. And somehow, these two incredible heroes manage to make it. Still doing that, huh? Until a frail elderly man appears and weakly slaps them with a flimsy aluminum Home Depot snow shovel. That, Tyler, was too much for them. That is all the information. That is no spin zone. And that is proof that Kevin McAllister is slightly misunderstood and you should listen to him. Bit wordy in the title, but I loved it. Every part of me hurts, Tyler. I loved it. Yeah, you really put some force behind that. I, I, I pulled my anus. Oh, man. You got to stop working it out so much. I won't. Ryan, I loved it. I loved it. And Thank now you. I'm scared of Macaulay Culkin. You should be. For more ways than one. That is an article where I got most of my stuff from theweek.com. Please don't sue us. Have you ever seen Macaulay Culkin's younger brother? Oh, yeah. He's in... Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. He's Sto- fantastic. Stole the show. Fantastic. Stole the show in mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. He's like the younger... Dakota Fanning kid. Well, he's just very smooth. What? His personality. It's very smooth. Just when he speaks, it's just he delivers his lines and he just, he captures you. I was going to make fun of you, but as you describe that, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. He, he absolutely, his, it's such a deadpan delivery. It, it Like, you could tell that there's emotion behind mm-hmm. it. Emotional deadpan. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is, booby trap my house. I did not even realize yeah. how effective it could be. Forget oh. these alarm systems. Just get a big ass dog. Come on, Ryan. Let's get a dog. And we Man. need it for we need it for our lives. Uh-huh. And uh, just get like a flamethrower, ice up the the floor. Although that would be some serious AC. Um, yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that that. This AC can go down to like 32, right? I'm paying the electric bill, Tyler. Yeah, I asked you point. to stop touching it. It's a good point. <laughs> I touched it for the first time like uh, like two days ago. I know. I know. I could tell you look like you'd done something wrong. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? For the first time ever, I actually learned something about myself off the show. And I hope that it's the beginning of many, many more to come. Because, uh, I don't know, it's kind of beautiful. And I love the way that I'm growing along with this show. You're lying. What do you mean? You're lying. That this is actually the second thing that you learned off of this show. The first thing actually happened recently when you realized how right mascara feels on your face. Oh shit! Yeah. Are we talking about that openly? We are now. Are you the one who makes that decision? I do now. I used the mascara for one of these photo shoots that we're doing, and it just feels right. It does, and it, it looks right. So anyway, you, you are now. I'm just saying, it just feels right, and every time I go into my bathroom, it's like, hey, one more time, and we'll never do this again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Let's let's comb up these pubes. That's called addiction, bro. I know, but don't snort it. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you for real.